The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Songhezomapete on The Viewpoint. Yes, Songhezomapete on The Viewpoint, 10, 8 minutes before 9 o'clock, and we will just quickly have a conversation with Ms. Tandek Amakanya and Ms. Nozi Pomagwaza of the Dennis Hurley Center. If you recall, on the 8th of May, we spoke to Mr. Raymond Perrier, the director at the Dennis Hurley Center, and we were tracking the progress they had made as a center, one, in terms of using it as a voting station. The center had always been involved in assisting persons who are without homes to get ID documentation. During our interview then with Mr. Raymond Perrier, he mentioned two ladies, Nozipo, sorry, Nozipo, as well as Tandega, who were part of a group of around... 200 persons without homes who had been issued with temporary identification certificates. The, these two women who will be joining us later had not cast their votes because the SAPS members from the mobile station around the area allegedly burned their ID books belonging to them together with the rest of their belongings. What a sad story that was. Raymond, you're back with us. Do you have any feedback and comments and follow up to what we had lamented the last time around? Only that it's really interesting. I spent the day with people from Joburg, Cape Town and Etiquini municipalities talking about policies towards the homeless. And it's so interesting that Etiquini is so far behind the other cities. Other municipalities recognize that the homeless need to be, we need to engage with them, come up with solutions and work with people. And Etiquini sadly still sees the homeless as litter to be cleared away or a problem just to be discarded. But we're hoping there'll be a real change of change of attitude among Epiquini municipal officials. So we're no wiser than what we were this time earlier on on the 8th of May when we last spoke? Uh, well, no. If, if anything, I mean, the, uh, the attacks on homeless people in the city continue. Uh, we, uh, every day we hear reports of people being harassed, people being beaten up, people having their belongings burnt or stolen. And Tandega and Nosipa are with you, I understand. Is that correct? They are indeed. Shall we have a quick word with them and they're comfortable to speak in what language they will if they prefer? Tandega, Molo Sisi Kunjani? Siapila Sisi Pila Nawe? I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. Gwen Zenjan, Yinda, Bama Poisa, Eshisa, Iti Pugiaku. Well, I understand where we stay is not a place we're supposed to stay in. But people will say that we, we actually protect each other, you know. No, Wuti Wuti, everyone wakes up very early in the morning and go hustle. So, Kalinyango doesn't mean Wuti Sante of Muntusurenja, Lilo Muntusurenja. Everyone has a home at the end of the day, but due to our problems with Kalinyango, now we left our home to make a hustle in the city. All right, let me and talk to you. Thing, yeah, sure, I'm sorry. I'm a poet, 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 I'm a let me talk to Sis Nosipo Magwaza, who's, I understand, with you as well. Nosipo, good morning, Sisi. Fine, thank you. Your contributions, how are things been since, and how's the hustle going in and around the streets of Etteguini? The things are so bad, like really, because we are we are afraid to now leave our clothes and go hustle because we are afraid of the police. We can't take it. They're not there. So we can't even go away, maybe to go and pass. We can't even protect our things in ourselves. We can't even sleep. Even tonight we are outside. Even tonight we are outside, sitting on the park because the police are patrolling. 
or they even now they are crossing. Where are you guys yeah, dialing from right now? Park on the embankment near the harbour in uh, in Durban. There mm-hmm. are a lot of people who sleep around here, usually quietly on islands where they're hidden away. But tonight they know the police are going around raiding. So all the people who are normally quietly uh, look, keeping to themselves in the park have had to move out of that area because they're afraid of the police. Oh, and the running of the centre, how's the centre been since the election? I mean, presumably the traffic has died down because of the fact that we're not voting. But the work of the centre continues, Raymond. Can you want to just give us a breakdown as oh, to what's going on absolutely. now? I mean, we're feeding 300 people every day. We see 100 people in our clinic in the centre and also going out onto the streets of Durban providing, providing health care. All of that privately funded. We get no support at all from the municipality for the work that we do. Again, in contrast, to Joburg and Cape Town, where the main services provided are actually funded by the municipality. As you would expect, it's part of a city's job to care for the most vulnerable, the most needy in the city. Mm-hmm. Tandega, when you say hustle, what do you try and do every single day just to put food on the table? And how many people are you supporting? And what are your dreams? Um, most of us, it's not permanent jobs. We don't have permanent jobs. Mm. We go clean people's flats, sometimes we do washing, sometimes papers in the robots. That gives you maybe a hundred rand a day. Sometimes, no, there's no hustle at all. Because, you know, you wake up the next day, you're not knowing, you're not knowing where you're going to get a hustle, where you're going to get that little piece of money that you can buy your toiletries. You have mm. to buy your food at home. I've got a last one that I have to support these 17 years now. It's finishing in the trip. When you say home, and yet I keep characterizing you as somebody who is homeless, and this is the general discussion, can you just perhaps bring me into your confidence why you say, although you are one who comes from a home, to use your words, why then do you reconcile yourself as homeless now? I I just want to understand that without making any assumptions for you. I do have siblings back home, but due to the fact that I'm here in the street, it was difficulties back home. Mm. Family scattered and everything was just upside down. So I had to move out. I had to. So, so it's not then I still support one of our siblings, the last one in the family. Keep fighting, Susan. Sis Nosipo, your thoughts? Um, can you, if you're comfortable at all, discussing where you came from and sort of the need for you to be where you are right now, which is better, presumably, than where you might have been before? Yeah, but now I think, no, it's not, my life is not better, but now I prefer it because of the way I'm in the streets. I prefer it more than home. Because home, I got difficulties. They wanted me to get married small. So that's why now I can live my life. Raymond, your your guys' work is cut out because you've got so many other social problems that you have to contend with, notwithstanding the ordinary day that you have to go through in in sort of feeding 300 meals a day. I mean, these stories are real and you can't ignore them. Absolutely. These two young ladies are among 4,000 homeless people living on the streets of Durban. Um, uh, can I just say, if anyone's listening in Durban and they've got jobs, these two young ladies are so charming, they're so articulate. They're so confident and independent. Please get in touch with us if you're interested in employing them. They really deserve a break. And that's why most people in Durban who are homeless are on the streets. They came to Durban looking for work. They couldn't find work. They end up on the streets. They are not malingerers. They're not vagrants. They're not litter. 
they're young human beings they're with people. dreams and passions and ambitions. Yeah. And unfortunately, uh, uh, things, have, things have, haven't turned out well but they could turn their lives around so easily. Thank you so much. That's a great parting shot there from Raymond Perrier, who's the director of the Dennis Hurley Centre. To be in contact with him, it's raymond at dennishurleycentre.org. Dennis, one N, one S, Hurley, H-U-R-L-E-Y, dennishurleycentre.org. Please stay on the line, stay tuned. It's 21 hours. Time for news. We'll be back for the final stretch. SAFM. The Viewpoint, weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. The Viewpoint. Weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. Song is on on The Viewpoint. I beg your pardon, South Africa. It was really rushed at the end then. I just felt that it was always an injustice to end off on such a hurried note. So Raymond has decided to stay on the line and I have requested that he also asks Sistandega and well as as well as Sisnosipo to stay there with him. Sisnosipo, have yeah. you at least now got your ID? Have you been able to go to Home Affairs and get your ID? Have you laid any charges against the police? What has become of your most sacred document? No, I haven't got to the police but I went to Dennis Health Centre and gave them my birth certificate, and now they're going to do my ID. They're going to do me a new ID. All right, that's fantastic. Well done, Dennis and your team. I mean, Raymond and your team. Sistandega, your story? Well, um, the day that uh, things were burnt, I just received my ID with the help of Dennis and the center. Now I have to start again. I have to start afresh. I have to apply for jobs now. To I don't know how I'm not going to do it, but my qualification certificates all got gold. So I don't know. Fair enough. I'm sitting on the street with two degrees, bear in mind. What degrees are you talking about? Tandega, you've got two minutes to tell me your qualifications, to tell me your skills, to tell me how a potential employer would benefit from having somebody like you on board. Tell us, who is listening? You never know. Tell us, you've got two degrees. This is so unfortunate. Yes, I've got my, I've got an internal auditing, a, a, a BTAC in internal auditing, which I did at the UC. And then I've got my nursing degree. So now, whoever thinks of employing me, I'm very good at the numbers. I love working with people. I've been working with New Day Clinic for the past year and a half before I got suspended. So I'm still looking, I'm still searching for a job. Mostly I would love, love, love to work for a private clinic. Raymond, how do we get to a situation whereby somebody who not only has skills to offer for a critical community, as is in private and public healthcare in this country, taking the time to dedicate for one's schooling and be on the streets? This is a travesty of justice. Absolutely. And we so often hear stories about people who could be our own brother or, or cousin or son or daughter or, or, or where something just went wrong and somebody whose life was perfectly you know, on a good track, it started spiraling out of control. And unfortunately, once things start getting out of control, it's really hard to turn that around. It takes personal guts and perseverance, and you hear that these two young ladies have that, but it also takes a lot of luck. And unfortunately, in a, in a society where so many people are unemployed, 
very few people are willing are willing to take a chance on somebody who's been on the street or maybe had some kind of health problem or some other kind of issue. Um, so, uh, so in the competition for jobs, uh, homeless people will always end up sadly being right at the back of the queue. But that in itself is a travesty because if you want persons who are tried and tested, who've got resolve, who've got character, those very ones, like Tandega right now with you, is precisely who you should be looking to hire. Completely. I mean, if you want people who've got coping strategies, who can deal with the stuff that life throws at them, then homeless people are among the, uh, the, the best in that regard. When we did the survey of homelessness in Durban a few years ago with the Human Science Research Council, we found that the educational profile of homeless people on the streets of Durban was almost exactly the same for the population as a whole. People with degrees, people with matric, people without matric, just as happens generally. What happened? When, when, when this happened, it, it's clearly a systemic failure somewhere. I mean, the, the dignity question aside, when this happens, when you conduct such a research, did you present such findings to any authority that might find them useful to be able to create intervention mechanisms that would direct to this growing concern and problem? Oh, oh the, the irony of the research is that it was actually commissioned and funded by Etiquini. So when they did that, we thought, this is fantastic. They finally want to engage with the problem. We, we all the NGOs and, and Etiquini invested a lot of time and effort to make sure it was an excellent survey. It's a brilliant piece of, of, of research. Three years later, they have implemented almost none of the findings of the research. And when you challenge them, they say, oh, it's not our mandate. Oh, we've got no money. Oh, we're working on it. I got a, uh, a pleading email from one of the senior officials the other day saying, you have to understand we have processes. And I said, I'm interested in people. I'm not interested in processes. And when they say they've got no money, here's an interesting statistic. It costs us about 4 million rand a, a year to run the Dennis 30 Center. That's how much Etiquini spend every week to keep Moses Mabida empty. So they spend as much money each week to keep a football stadium empty as we spend all year to support the homeless people and refugees in Durban. Let it's me have all a con- about priorities, and the city does not prioritize the needs of the poor. It surely doesn't from that, that account, and perhaps we would, we, we would need to get the city on board together with you in studio and just have an honest conversation about the priorities and ways in which they can make your work as Dennis Hurley Center a feature that is complementary to the department's work or to the government's work or to the city's work as opposed to a feature that stands in the stead of government. Sisno Sipo, I gave Tandek an opportunity to sell herself here and just to tell us what it is that she offers as a skill set. I'm giving you the same opportunity. Do you want to tell us about you and if there are any potential employers out there, what they stand to gain by employing you? But I don't have the qualification, but I want to work in a salon, in a PC. I know how to in the beauty industry. Yeah. All right. So, and for those... Unfortunately, you can't see on radio, that you can see on our Facebook page. Nazipo is so beautiful and she's so charming. Honestly, she would be an asset to any, any service organization because she's just got great skills of engaging with people. So we've got Nosipo who is offering her skills as somebody who can enhance the business in the beauty sector, beauty therapy space, doing hair and the like, as well as Sistandega who has got, can you just remind me of her qualifications again, please? Internal auditing? For, 
I've got internal auditing and nursing. Internal auditing and nursing, and her priority as opposed to internal auditing would be to nurse where? In public clinics. Did I hear you correctly? Private clinics. Private clinics. So there we are, South Africans. It's Africa Day. Let's show the spirit of Ubuntu is still alive among us here. There are Tande Gamakanya as well as Nosi Pomagwaza. Thank you so much, ladies, for your voices. Thank you so much for your experiences. More importantly, thank you so much for your courage and strength of character. We do wish you well. And Raymond, final thoughts from you? Um, I really hope that conversations like this help people across the country to see that the homeless are human beings, are citizens, are, 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 are brothers and sisters, and to stop treating them like litter, or worse still, just ignoring them. The reason why politicians can get away with treating homeless people so badly is they think that taxpayers don't care. We have to show as taxpayers that we do care, and, and I know so many people in Durban show that all the time by the way they volunteer at our centre and make donations and support the work that we do and that other NGOs do. So uh, we need to hold politicians to account and say... Homeless people are citizens of South Africa and they deserve to be treated as such. Thank you so much, Raymond. Thank you so much, Tandega. Thank you so much, Nosipo. Your voices do offer inspiration, and we do hope that the immediate community of KZN will be able to assist, but the broader community as well. I have a gentleman who's actually communicating with me right now. He's based in the Cape and is already asking about the lady with internal auditing degree there. So we do hold thumbs for you, Tandega, immediately, but certainly no less for you, Nosipo, as well. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much indeed. Have a great evening. Good night. God bless. God bless you guys too. Well, stay tuned.